Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. However. Wherever. Whenever. You're listening to episode 100 of the Rupert's Constant Show. Brought brought to you by the listening from what is it? <laughs> no. It's coming at you from the meter true. Wait, okay, now coming at you from the meter true value and Riverwood Gallery Studios in De Pere, Wisconsin. With me, I have. Who are you? I am Shauna. That's who you're hearing on the mics right now. I also have Sean Klosterman, a member of the Highway 22 crew. Doing good. Oh, how are you doing? <laughs> and to my right, the we, voice you have not heard yet. We don't. We don't want him to be on it. this. We don't want him. Have to be we heard this. your voice yet? Yeah, I've corrected you a couple times. <laughs> oh, okay. Is Eric Fisher? How are you doing, Eric? Fantastic. Glad to be here, sitting in my host and producer chair. You forgot that part too. Yeah, but I can't say I'm the host and producer. No, you can say the host and producer, Eric Fisher, the Big E. Woo! Boo! Boo! Boo. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. Great job. Thank yeah, you. Um, you know, 100 episodes in, you got it pretty much knocked out. So, well done. Well I think, done. I think anybody who listens religiously could probably do it. Pro- well, you guys had some errors. wasn't perfect. It was you good. can't blame me. I was there. But I was I was impressed. I was, nice job. Um, he was impressed. <laughs> he doesn't really mean it, but he was impressed. He was impressed. I know. All right. Anyway, what's next, Shauna? Do you know what comes next in this part of the show? Before we get down to the fun stuff, we got to talk a little business first. <laughs> Thanks to our partners over at Monkey Knife Fight, play a bunch of contests. Touchdown dance. Touchdown dance. Who's a good pe- person for a touchdown uh, dance? You probably have to go Aaron Jones probably this week. Christian Watson's been up there. And for the Rams, probably Higby. Higby, good one. I don't know. That's a tight end for them. Uh, other than that, I have no idea. So go win yourself some money by doing the touchdown dance. Um, another piece of business. We have to talk about our sponsors over at Rays. They are a lifestyle choice good stuff over there buy it R- code root four for 10 percent off 15 percent 15 percent off your total order lastly our friends over at fanatics there's a no, hashtag no, 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 right no, no, now no 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 oh we missed one you, well before so we gotta talk and we'll probably talk about this in the root four but we've got our friends over at rpw wrestling as well gotta talk about them uh, Destiny 2 was Saturday, was a blast, and another com- event coming up that we are already sponsoring, that is in February, yep. and that'll be in Manitowoc, not at the Watering Hole, first traveling show, and that is going to be RPW Redemption 2, Saturday, February 4th, at the Big Apple Pub and Grill in Manitowoc, tickets already available, be sure to check those out. Now, Shauna, is where we talk about Fanatics, and they are brought. They are sponsoring our Root 4 segment, what we had rooted for in the last week. Fanatics, 300-plus powered stores, including hashtag 2022 Fanatics fans. Show your love for all your teams, whether they're on top of the world or at the bottom with your pride of your team. And as I had mentioned in my Instagram post today, you buy today and you buy soon. You can still get it here before Christmas. I ordered a sweatshirt this morning. They'll be here on the 19th. 
So for the sports fans in your life, get your items. You can go to the Instagram link in my bio. Some savings there as well. Be sure to check it out. Fanatics.com. Did you get a new sweatshirt from the one you ruined? I didn't ruin a sweatshirt. No, we bought the we bought the thing. It came this week. Oh, we did, gotta try. Oh, it. you gotta try I it. Didn't yeah. ruin it. First, I didn't ruin that one. You did. No. But also, I got a new sweatshirt. Yes. Um, but like I said, check it out. Uh, items can get here before Christmas. Still, link in the bio for some extra shit savings. So that brings us to Shauna. What did you root for in the last week? I rooted for RPW. I think. Well, way to take the low hanging fruit. <laughs> oh no, I rooted for wedding stuff. You did. That's what I rooted for. The continuity. We asked a bunch of people to be in our wedding this this past weekend and did a little bit of wedding stuff and it was a fun filled weekend and yeah, it was good. Yay. Yay, wedding stuff. Now Sean and I, we'd both rooted for RPW. RPW. Uh Sean, I'll let you go through this because we I mean we, I know we talked about it Saturday night, but mm. Because um, I technically, I think I had a different route for in the show. So I'll let you go. Uh, yeah. RPW, lots of fun on Saturday. Very, very interactive with everything going. I shouldn't say interactive, but. Interactive is a good word. Yeah. Um, you're able to talk to the wrestlers because we were front row. We were six feet from the wrestlers and everything like that. And you could hear everything. You felt everything. TW3 took a pretty hard dive out of the ring and. We felt it from across the ring. He was not too happy about it. But... <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, I, I had an absolute blast. As I mentioned, tickets are available uh, for the event February 4th, Extravaganza 2. Um, Redemption. Is it Redemption? Yeah, RPW. It's not Extravaganza, like you just <laughs> said. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> You're maybe, right, Redemption 2. Maybe Sean and I should take over the hosting. Yeah, maybe. I'm off my rhythm, guys. Like, you yeah, guys, we, because we took over. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. I'd He's off his rock. Start slacking. Uh, Redemption 2, Saturday, February 4th, Big Apple Pub and Grill. Some matches already being set for that. We do not know which match we're sponsoring quite yet, but there are some matches already coming across. Uh, speaking of cross, Jordan and Ryan Cross, the new tag team champions, will de- be defending that against Cujo and Kevin Krieger. Also slated as Casey Lennox versus Brooke Tanner. New women's champion Heather Reckless versus Tiffany Nieves. She's been on AEW as of late. Um, so be sure to check that out. Some matches, obviously more will be coming. Uh, you never know when you're going to get a surprise, including Impact star Jake something yep. uh, pulling up. And that's actually his name. I'm not yeah. just forgetting the last name. Jake something was a surprise in the co-main event. So plenty of big names, TV names coming through. Unfortunately for Shauna and Carolyn, it won't be like John Cena or Roman Reigns because there's exclusivity contracts, but uh, plenty of big names coming through. So be sure to check that out. We'll be at RPW Redemption 2. Extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) And then my route for, uh, I'm going to take the Army-Navy game. And even though my pick was wrong, I had picked Navy. It's still one of the best sporting events of the mm-hmm. year. Came down to a uh, field goal in double overtime. Right. Um, wish, I think. Wish they would have had it on. Dur- yeah. Before, right at the end. But at the watering hole. But literally, the only sporting event which the players on the field are willing to die for you. Right. Uh, here in this country, so best of our servicemen, and always like I said, just a fun game to watch. That old, like Sean said, that old style of football. 
option football. They don't throw the ball, just run, power run, option, triple option, read option, whatever. Awesome game. Always, you know, their emotions. We saw, you know, some of the players just heartbroken mm-hmm. losing that game in the fashion that they did. So, um, great root for. But first, the, first time it hit the over in yeah, first time it hit the over in nineteen years. Nineteen years, yeah, right. Lots of scoring in this one, right? Not really. It was twenty seventeen, but the over. I think the over under was thirty four. Yeah, thirty four, thirty five, something like that. So, anyway, that is the positives. But with the positives come the negatives. And that is our Tower Hero Nugget of the Week. Sean, anything negative for you? Yeah, that dude. Uh, Narrows it down. At RPW. The guy that, like, didn't catch TW3. Oh, Perfection. Oh, the one that yeah. you were rooting for. Yeah, Perfection. Man, you really let me down. And then you hurt TW3. Nice Ooh. guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> He's a real nice guy. Nugget to you, brother. Learn how to catch. <laughs> Sean? Um, I don't know if I really got one. I can't think of anything. I got nothing. I got nothing this week. You know, I don't I don't know if I do either. I I, I could go one, but I'm not going to go political, so. <laughs> not even... I got to talk to you after the show cuz I'm curious on what you got. Right. Um Yeah, I don't I don't I don't maybe it's just the Christmas season, right. but I am Pretty positive right now, so yeah, I really can't think of anything too negative. Oh, so I'm the I'm the yeah, bad you're, apple. You're the negative person. Sean of the Grinch. Wow. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. She's yeah. Taking, she's taking all your presents back now. Oh wow. Yep. That's exactly what the Grinch would do. Don't prove it right. <laughs> anyway, so with that, because Sean's fiance Carolyn's here, they're gonna Shauna and Carolyn are gonna have a girls' night, so we gotta get into the business here. So Sean, are you getting trivia ready for us? We're gonna do the draft first. Uh let's 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 do the draft first. All right. So this week, with it being the 100th episode of the Root for Wisconsin show, 100th weekly episode, I should say, um, we did a, a top list of the best things that we would want 100 of. And Shauna had the first pick. So Shauna, what was your number one pick? My number one pick is I want hundred dollars. Won't get you too far these days. But. No, it won't. But a hundred dollars is a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I went number two. I said I want one hundred more episodes of the Wisconsin show. Woo! Oh, sellout. That's not. A, that's literally <laughs> the opposite of a sellout. Uh, I got back to back here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say a hundred vacation days, and then a hundred beers to go with those hundred vacation days. Solid. Nice. That's a good pick. Uh, my second pick, I want a 100-win season for the Brewers. Like, just once and maybe include a World Series, but just... That's not going to happen. I know, but just let me have my hope, okay? You have you can have your hope till, like, June. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shauna? Um, I would like 100 candles and a $100, $100 Starbucks gift cards. Ooh, solid. Yes. Um, my next one, hundred bottles of bourbon or just whiskey. You know, I, I I'll take free donations if anyone wants to contribute to that. Okay. Um, that's a sellout, Sean. That's <laughs> taking something and and selling out your values. I'll definitely take free alcohol from people. True. See. Okay, I'm back to back again. Yep. I'm going a hundred guns and then a hundred Cabela's gift cards to go with those solid accessories and. I'm back up again. Yeah, you're back up. Uh, 100 chicken wings. I mean, I love chicken wings. And... <laughs> chicken wing, chicken wing. 100 would be great. 
All right. I am going to go 100 hours at Hobby Lobby uninterrupted by Eric. That sounds really negative. Well, I just You want don't my... want to go to Hobby Lobby. I do, too. No, him. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. Because yeah. I don't like Hobby Lobby. I don't hate... Uh, first of all, so no free ads, but Hobby Lobby can be interesting sometimes. No. no. I don't hate Hobby Lobby, but... They, they need to do something about their line situation. I, oh, I don't disagree yeah, with that. Oh, yeah, that's true. It takes forever to check out there. And then um, I would also like 100 pedicures paid for by Eric. See, I feel like I'm getting the short end of the straw on this. Hey, it's 100 things that I want. Good luck. So. Uh, my last pick, I'm taking 100 tickets to either sporting events or concerts. If you want to donate those two, I'll gladly go. So 100 tickets to events. Okay. <laughs> And for my last pick, I'm going 100 cars. Hot Wheels, driving cars. Drivable cars. Not All those old school cars. Solid. Just have a garage just full of them. Just full of cars. Sean, you got picks for us? Or trivia? I do have trivia. Trivia. Right. Okay. So oh. I've got, this week we've got eight questions. All right. It's one to one. Yep. I took the win yep. last week. Sean had won the first week. Yep. Okay, so we're throwing in a mixture. We got sports trivia, uh, but I also have a little bit of uh, pop culture trivia Ooh, for you, culture. too. We are screwed. Yep. Um, I went easy with the pop culture trivia this week, but I am going to trickle that in because it's my game and I do what I want. So, <laughs> Robbie Gould has played gold. for Gold. Gold, Gold. There's a U in it. Gould, Gold. Has played for one, two, three, four, five teams. Name four of them. Eric. Bears. 49ers. I should put a time limit on this. Yeah, you should. Um, I'm going to check out with those two. Okay. Sean, can you get two? <laughs> can I get two? Yeah. He said Bears and 49ers. Yeah. I think he played for Dallas. No. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> So do you get two points for that? Sure. Yeah. Where right. are the other ones? Is it the Jets? He's played for the Patriots, the no Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, Pre-Justin Tucker, Chicago Bears, yep. New York Giants, and the 49ers. Were the Giants? Mm. Yep. I think 20, I knew that. In 2016. I feel like he was a Jet, not a Giant. Juju Smith-Schuster okay. has played for two teams. Sean. Eric. I think Sean was first. Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Yes. F. Okay. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have four <laughs> children. Can you name three of the kids' names? Sean. One's North. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I knew one. Saint. Yes. And. Oh, God. I got nothing. Chicago and Psalm. Damn it. So you each got, we're tied up at three. What are you shocked about? Where did you pull Saint out of your Shauna ass? keeps up with the Kardashians. I do. I'm a Kardashian. <laughs> he had sort of an advantage. Okay. Bruce Irvin Drun Jr. Okay. Bruce Irvin Jr. has played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Can you name, can you name four of them? Sean. I'm going Raiders, Seahawks, 
Um, I feel like Jaguars is on there. No, no. Damn. Okay. So also, I messed that up a bit because he had two stints with the Seahawks. So. So do I get three points or two? It's just two. two. Can you get any more? Jaguars. No, he just said that. He's played for the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Falcons, the Panthers. Had another stint with the Seahawks, the Bears, and now he's currently on the Seahawks. So three stints with the Seahawks. I would have never got. I got the Super Bowl MVP. No, I'm not sure. I don't think so. (laughs) I I literally couldn't even picture the guy. So Jose Altuve. Has stole quite a bit of bases. If you whoever gets closest gets the point. Career bases. Are we prices writing this or that's a good question. Are we can... We are going whoever is closer. Closer with oh going over just with if you go over and you're closer than the other guy, you still get it. Okay. Stolen bases. Career. Two hundred and ninety seven. I'm gonna go. That's high. I don't like that anymore. I feel like that's low. I'm gonna go 342. Eric gets it. It was oh. 279. Ooh. Okay. All right. Next question. What nickname was given to Nadia Sulman, the woman from Southern California who gave birth to eight babies in January? Eric, after mom. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> okay. Um, Anthony Rizzo okay. has played for a couple teams. Eric. No, I didn't even finish okay. the question. Excuse me. Okay. You need to name all three. Sean. The what? Yankees, the Cubs, and the Red Sox. Yankees, Cubs, no. Padres. Yes. Right. Okay. Are you ready for your last question? Last question is a little bit, a uh, little bit more tricky here. Are we still going pop pop culture? No. This is Badger coaches. Oh, oh shit. Okay. You have to name. Uh, let's go f- four Badger coaches. Badger football, Badger basketball. Hang on. I will finish my question. Okay. Please. Don't rush her. Football coaches that are not Luke Fickle, Jim Leonard, Paul Christ, Barry Alvarez, or Brett Bielema. Eric, Gary Anderson? I don't know. I don't see him. He was in 2012, 2015. Um, Okay. That's the only one I got, but Gary Anderson. You don't have any? I got nothing. Oh, man. Not Glenn Thistlewaiter? Don't swear at me. <laughs> From 1927 to 1931? Football barely was a thing back then. <laughs> right. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was too hard of a question. A little bit. <laughs> can, you tell me, can you tell me who the coach was in 1986? It was pre-Bielema. So well, of didn't course matter. it was pre-Bielema. Or pre-Alvarez. <laughs> but didn't, so it didn't matter. They sucked. Okay, can you tell me who the coach was from 2006 to 2012? Eric Bielema. Okay. Okay, you don't get a point for that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, shoot. Yeah, tiebreaker. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Da-da-da. Uh, start, da-da-da. Talking. start talking. Start <laughs> talking. Um, 
that I, 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 I would really that, had no idea in the Badger one. No, no clue. Bruce, Irvin, was that a defensive lineman? He was a linebacker. Shit. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I couldn't I knew, picture the guy. I knew, I knew Seattle and Raiders for sure. Yeah, that one was I would lost never, on me. Never guessed Falcons. I'm so, I'm a little mad that you didn't. Do you know who Jeff Bagwell is? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Jeff Bagwell stole a lot of bases too. We're gonna do the same really? no, thing. The fuck, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's a first base player, Jeff Bagwell. He's Should one of the two the players, two players in big league history to have a 30-30 season while playing at least half of his games at first base. But he stole a lot of bases in his 15-year career. How many did he steal? Give me an old. Give me. We'll do the same rules as last time. Tiebreaker. One hundred. No. Two hundred one. And now do I just play for the win? Do I go two hundred two? Go ahead. Two hundred two. It's exactly two hundred two. Fuck. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Throw? I I broke off a little <laughs> pen holder thing here. <laughs> ha, suck it. So Sean is two, two and one. I'm... Two and one, and Eric is one and. You're a bitch. One and <laughs> are you two? One, one and, and two. two. Woo! You're a bitch. Wow. Hey, I could have said two. I could have said two hundred. So. Yeah, I've been fine with that. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, my work here is done. So I, Until picks. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. need you for picks, but we'll do that at the end of the show. Perfect. Bye, Shauna. Goodbye. See ya. All right, so now we got the Highway 22 crew coming at you. Uh, hoping Justin can join us for the 100th episode a little bit, and we'll talk with him hopefully here in a little bit. Uh, still waiting on him to see if and when he can join. But in the meantime, because it's both of us here, Sean, we mm -hmm. can talk some Brewers baseball. Some big moves being made in the last few days right. by the crew uh, since the last time we had been talking. I believe the Colton Wong train had been made yep. the last time we had chatted. However, the Brewers did go make a huge addition, and I love this trade. Yeah, I don't know how the heck it even happened. But... So, for those of you who are unaware of what we're talking about, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers were part of a three-team trade. Uh, really kind of headlined by the Braves getting Sean Murphy uh, from the A's out in Oakland. But Milwaukee gets a William Contreras, not Wilson, uh, but the brothers. 2022 All-Star DH starter mm -hmm. um, coming back to Milwaukee. Also getting Jaeger, or a right-handed pitcher called, uh, with the last name Jaeger, and then uh, Piams, I'm guessing, is the last name of the other guy. Uh, but the only piece they end up giving up is Estroy Ruiz, um, Justin Yeager, and Joel Pompas. Um, Yeager coming from Atlanta, and Pompas or Pamps from Oakland. <laughs> um, but only trading prospect Estroy Ruiz, who they had acquired in the Josh Hader trade uh, to the Padres, and. The fact that they got out of it with that giving up that little and getting back an all star who's under team control for five years right. is incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, an all star definitely bolsters the batting lineup. Um, some work to be done defensively, but the one thing that the Brewers kind of get, you know, 
every you know the last few years they the kind of knock on people who the Brewers have ended up trading for signing has always been their defense but when they leave Milwaukee they always end up better whether that be Yasmani Grandal was kind of the first mm-hmm. noticeable example Mustakis. but well Mustakis just even at the catcher position though I mean um, Grandal Narvaez. Uh, Manny Machado cut his teeth here. Jonathan Lucroy. Or not Manny, Manny Machado. Martin Martel Maldonado. Mar- oh, God. Manny <laughs> <You> Machado. <laughs> fuck Manny Machado. You're right. Um, Martin Maldonado kind of cut his teeth here and became one of the best defensive catchers. You know, you could probably argue that he already probably was one. Right. But uh, Jonathan Lucroy taking the stand that he did um, and making the gains that he did. Um like I said, Grandel, even Narvaez had some defensive concerns. Manny Pena, who's also actually in this trade, going to Oakland uh, oh, really? from Atlanta. So, all in all, pretty solid. Like I said, a pretty solid trade. Bolsters the lineup. Don't um, know why Atlanta traded him away. Do, do we know why they traded him away? Or? I think it's because they wanted Murphy and they've already got Travis. Uh, oh, Darno. Darno. So, just kind of. No room in the inn, I suppose, but... But you already got a... I mean, he was an all-star DH. I, yeah, gu- I, I, guess, I guess we don't need to question it. We, we're probably getting a better player out of the trade. Yeah, I, I thought this was an absolute win for the Brewers. A really fleece job um, coming from them. And, and I think that's what we talked about the last time with the... When we talked the first time about the Brewers talk when we... Or when the... When that post got leaked, that Reddit post got leaked or whatever, mm-hmm. and we talked about the or no teams wanting to make a trade with the Brewers because they always get fleeced. And this one, I we hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I I am beyond happy with this one. Uh, they did make a second deal the following day, so this came, I believe, Tuesday. Uh, yesterday they made another very kind of smaller impact deal, uh, acquiring Owen Miller from Cleveland for cash or player to be named later. Um, this is another solid pickup, a utility infielder who can play all three bags, first, second, third, can DH, doesn't necessarily hit for power in his career. He's only been in the bigs for two years, um, 10 career home runs. So not, nothing to write home about, but just a solid utility player to fill in the gaps for Jace Peterson. And he's from Wisconsin here, isn't Correct. he? Correct. He's Med- from Milwaukee. Med- Medford? Um, is it Medford? It was somewhere around Milwaukee there. Yeah, it was a, he is a Milwaukee native. I can't remember the exact. Mequon. Mequon. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, Anyone started with an M. So another just kind of solidified move. You've already added Jesse Winker in that Colton Wong trade. So kind of building the roster back up a little bit. Um, I feel like they're still not done yet, though. No. And I think we're going to see a couple extensions yet this offseason. Uh, I know that we had talked about the shortstop position quite extensively and Willie Adamas shortstops are rewriting the market right now the right. Correo deal and Trey Turner deal so we'll see what right. the Adamas deal ends up looking like I think you know if you're kind of the Brewers are kind of hoping that gets done before those two deals get signed but I think you'll be relatively competitive even, even starting pitching yeah <laughs> that I mean, too some some guys signing monster deals that too. So, all in all, uh, that is some Brewers talk. And it looks like Justin is just about ready to join us. So we'll let him in here. The main show, for the first time in a while, 
but we heard his voice on our Root for Wisconsin podcast network a couple days ago. Our coach, Justin Dahl. Justin, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? Man, I am doing good, Eric. Uh, just coming off the fresh new episode last week of Back to the Roots. You gave me an opportunity to come back here, sit with Sean, sit with you, talk about the 100th episode for a couple minutes. I figured I couldn't pass that up. I hope things are going good with you guys. I know business is about to pick up on this show because the show stopper, the one that really makes the ratings go up, is back on the main show, guys. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Back to the Roots show? May not know about Uh, well, <laughs> Eric, as you said on our show, uh, on the Back to the Roots show, um, we had been talking about this, and um, it was something that I didn't really have the ability to be on this show as much as I would like with how many different schedules we had to accommodate. Um, and we had talked about this and, and my real passion for coaching and and for prep sports and, and dabbling into the the college wave. Um, and I thought, well, maybe there's a niche that we could really hit on this. And then all of a sudden you text me one night <clears throat> and said, hey, man, we could get the Badgers quarterback recruit and we could get him to be the first guest on the Back to the Roots show. All of a sudden, within a matter of 24 hours, Eric, you and I whipped up a new show like it was nothing. I sent you a script for how the show would look. You had put some some uh, great things together as far as the logo, um, the the RSS side of it, the the that stuff that you're very good at and organizing us in that sense of a matter. And, um, you posted the first episode or the interview with, uh, Cole, uh, Cola crew. Um, I think it went great. Uh, last time I checked, there was like only 250,000 views on it or something like that. Uh, I expect that to be up to like half a million by now. Uh, so all in all, Eric, it was a pretty good first episode. Yeah, I would have to agree. It was a great first episode. Uh, be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Uh, still kind of waiting on getting it approved by Spotify. I don't know what the hell their deal is, but um, getting it to where people need to be. And like I said, that was kind of wait, but in the meantime, uh, check out, go to YouTube and go to Back to the Roots. And check that out because, like I said, it just—it's a—it bl- was a blast of an interview. I, I am so excited for him to be part of the Badger culture, the Badger team. Um, absolute stud, and just great to talk to too. So carries himself the right way, says the right things, but in a fun way. It doesn't, I don't, you know, Justin. I kind of, you know, I back and listen to it. He didn't give me that typical like. I'm just happy to be here. He's like, no, nah, I'm coming to win. And 
here's how I can teach you. Yeah, he has a he has a little bit of um bravado about America. I think that's the word that everybody would like to hear on that sense. Um <clears throat> he he does he does say the right things. He um he has he has the right tools in which the former staff and the new staff are looking for. He's kind of a guy that's been flown under the radar. He only had real or two power five offers, uh, Austin, Colorado, and then a, a very good offer in Tulane who uh, won the AAC championship this year. Um, so kind of an under the radar guy. He's really climbing the ranks here late on uh, 24 seven sports. I think he's up to the 64th rated quarterback in, in the 2023 class. Um, by the way, the Badgers have smoked it here in the last week with four commitments um, from from new guys. They're up to, I think they're back up into the 50s in, in total recruiting class uh, rankings on 24-7 sports. Um, one side note, Eric, I, I mentioned this on our show. Uh, none of this would be really possible uh, if if we didn't have Sean come into the fold. And, and you know, I didn't, I, I in the end, I'm really, really happy Sean came into the fold and is allowing uh, me to step out and, and you to kind of help me step out and, and really grow our brand of Root for Wisconsin um, as far as a new show. Uh, we've really got to dive into what the uh, what the website's going to be if we're I'm hoping that we can start getting some stuff on there as far as articles and and um, interviews with uh, uh, some of some of our video interviews with uh, on the back to the roots show um, some written interviews that uh, maybe we could do that that would supplement uh, some missed weeks if that if that were to be an issue. Uh, I don't think I think we're going to be taking a break here till after the holidays on the back to the roots. But it was a great show or a great whole show to to kick the whole thing off um, and really get some people interested in it. And in reality, we did have a good amount of views on it. It wasn't quite two hundred and fifty thousand. I might have <laughs> embellished on that, but uh, you know. Having having Sean step in um, and, and really alleviate the uh, the issue of my timing, and uh, you know when you got three kids, you're coaching two different sports, uh, you have a wife that is very active, and and you love being supportive of that um, in, in the community. Um, it just it leaves very little time, and this was a, a way that we could solve an issue on multiple fronts and, and I think it's going to go great. Yeah, absolutely. Justin, I'm excited to continue to grow that show. You're always more than welcome to hop back on the quote unquote main show, if you will <laughs> come uh, back to my home. Yeah. Come back when you need to uh, just real quick. Why don't you kind of go through those badger recruits that they ended up signing? Well, they got a, a four star safety. He's actually the top, recruit in their class now in Braden Moore. He was committed um, to Cincinnati with Coach Fickle, 
flipped his commitment. He decommitted, but really flipped his commitment to Wisconsin. He's a four-star safety brain more out of Ohio. Jonas DeClunas. I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but this dude is, he is a sleeper. Uh, both these dudes are Army All-American guys. So they're going to play in the in the game. Um, he's a cornerback from Florida. They hit a uh, linebacker, Christian Allegro from Avon, Connecticut. He played at a, a, a prep academy last year. Um, he was supposed to visit Minnesota this weekend. Decided, I ain't doing that. I am going to uh, commit to Wisconsin. I'm done. I'm done. And then they picked up a a uh, commitment from a three-star tight end out of Seattle, Washington, who was once committed to Colorado, um, Tucker Ashcroft. Um, he's a sleeper, doesn't have a lot of high major offers. He was offered um, these these last two guys, Christian and, and Tucker, were, the la- or were offered by the last staff. Uh, they were re-offered when Coach Fickle came on. And um, he he fell in love. He committed, I believe it was Wednesday or maybe, yeah, it was, eh, it could be Tuesday. One of those two days. Uh, they hit on the, the, the two defensive back guys on, um, on Monday. Uh, but the recruiting front, guys, it's, it's huge. You know, uh, Michael Fertney, he entered his name into the transfer portal. He took that back out. So that was the second guy to do that besides Marcus Allen, which we talked about on the Back to the Roots show, Eric. Um, Michael Fertney, he's big. He's going to come back. I believe he's coming back for a six-year of eligibility. He's COVID year, yep. um, which is huge. And then they hosted now last year's four-star quarterback he was the number six rated quarterback in the whole entire class he's a trans he's a kid in the transfer portal nick evers he is a true dual threat uh this would be a huge huge pickup for fickle and, and that staff right off the top right off the bat if they could get it it sounds like he's close um He's going to take a couple more visits, I think. And, and if they, if that happens, I, I, I don't know, but they've got the kid from, they've got the, the senior quarterback from Virginia uh, coming in on a visit. So a lot of things are happening right now um, in the recruiting front. As far as bowl game prep goes, Eric, they have, uh, you know, they, Joe Tittman, the center, he's, he's uh, declared for the draft. So they've, um, decided to slide Kiwani product Tanner Bordellini uh, from guard to center. Um, they're going to stuff in probably Trey Wedding uh, at guard. Um, so a lot of things are happening. They don't. They haven't made a decision on who's going to play quarterback there. Um, I, I believe the leader in the in the clubhouse is uh, Burkett out of Franklin, Wisconsin, uh, freshman, true freshman. Uh, we'll see what he has. I, I would love to see him. I think the staff would love to see him and see what they have in him. All right, Justin, you mentioned bowl games. Now, Badgers in the guaranteed rate bowl, I believe. Some, something, some random. Uh, yeah. But besides the Badgers, I, I guess I kind of want to see where you're at, you know, best bowl game that you're most looking forward to. 
all the bowl season. Any bowl predictions? <clears throat> this one for me, I'm going to go right to the top dog. All right. Ohio State and Georgia in a in a national championship semifinal game when it was Ohio State in Georgia and Alabama pretty much one, two, three all year long. Ohio State in Georgia is the game of all the bowl games right now uh, to me. I think the national championship is in that game. Uh, I don't believe in Michigan. I don't believe in TCU. Um, I think Michigan really is just uh, a hot team that caught Ohio State again. Um, so I think Ohio State can really come in and beat Georgia. And if that happens, watch out. Can you imagine, Erica? Can you imagine if it was Ohio State and Michigan for the national championship? See, I, I wanted that matchup. I really thought that was going to be a 2-3 matchup. I, they, I was, they, they couldn't do that. I, I know they couldn't do that, but I was really thinking that after TCU lost, granted, in overtime in their conference, the Big 12 Conference Championship game, I really thought they were going to bump them to four and put Ohio State at three. Now, yeah. I the committee said that they didn't want to do rematches in the semifinal game. But that's probably the route I would have gone. Yeah, and but, I thought that would have been an incredible game. Yeah, but like Justin said, it it said that this game is going to be the national championship. And I don't they should have they should have just did it because everybody's going to be watching Georgia against Ohio State now and because they know that's pretty much going to be your national championship game and the other one's not really going to matter. It will for recruiting. That's about it. Because <laughs> once they get there, they're going to get there. It's like, it's like all the years that Notre Dame made the national, or, you know, with Brian Kelly, they made the national championship, but they went up to, or, or they made the playoff. They played Alabama. And then didn't they lose like 31 to nothing or 38 to nothing, something like that. It's kind of what it feels like. That whole other side of the bracket is just like, eh, you guys aren't much. This Georgia, is the national. This is the national championship game. But Georgia's a six and a half point favorite in that game too. I believe it because the uh, the Michigan game is really stunting what happened. Right? Georgia doesn't play like Michigan. Georgia can play any type of game, um, but I think you give Ohio State a team that's boat loaded with talent. Um, you give them the amount of time it's going to take to get ready for a team like Georgia, this game's going to come down to a field goal. And, and Eric, I wish Ramsey was on this goddamn recording right now because <laughs> I would tell him this is two years in a row, a team uh, that wasn't in the top five or top ten in recruiting made the final four. Yeah, but they're not going to put a trophy in the case, so it doesn't matter. You never know. Their <laughs> head coach, their head coach's name is Sonny. You got to see. You got to see things on the bright side, Eric. <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, thanks you. Thank you for joining episode 100. Any final kind of parting thoughts for 100 more episodes? Eric, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, you know, really, what was it? We talked about this on Back to the Roots that two years ago. 
we started doing something like this. Uh, I sent you a text. You were kind of already thinking about it, and I think I saw you make a post about it. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I would love to do that. And all of a sudden, this thing has really grown into something uh, sustainable, uh, I would say. Um, we're, we've got a base foundation for what we want to accomplish with uh, with this thing, and, and, and I hope to see it grow, continue to grow. Um, I'm proud of you for all the hard work that you put in uh, sentimental. You can suck it, but <laughs> I, I really am proud of you. Uh, you, you have, uh, you know, personally and professionally, you have grown um, from the time we started that to where we are today. Um, I'm excited to see where that's all that's going to go here in the future. Uh, as we all work together and grow this thing. Uh, I am I am super proud of all everybody involved, Sean and Ramsey, Sean. Um, it's just uh, it, it's incredible how how great this thing is becoming. Um, hundred episodes, Eric. Can can you believe a hundred goddamn episodes? One hundred weekly episodes, not counting the bonus episodes, not counting. Yeah. Um, but... Eric, you have made every one. Yeah, you've made every one. <laughs> You're the only one to make everyone. You are, you are the epitome of rock solid on this show. So, props <laughs> to you, Eric. Rock. Not you rock. are not. You are not the rock. But you're rock solid. That's what you think. It doesn't matter. All right, Justin. Well, we'll let you go. Thanks for joining us here. All Thanks. right, rock on, guys. See you. See you, Justin. See you, Sean. Keep up the good work, guys. So that was Justin. Welcome back. And thank you for your contributions in the 100 plus technically episodes, but 100th episode special. Um, great to have him on. Glad that he's a part of it. And as we mentioned last week in the episode and on the Bat to the Roots show, literally wouldn't have started this without him and, and wouldn't have started the other show without him at all right. either. So uh, big thanks to him for kind of being the catalyst on both both shows really. It was something that Ramsey and I had talked about for a while and just kind of, yeah, we should do it. We should do it. And then Justin's like, oh, let's do it. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I guess we're doing it. So anyway, um, a team that we haven't talked about much on this show as of late, just I guess kind of out of necessity because we haven't had to. And we're going to talk about them a little bit here. The Milwaukee Bucks. And... We're at a point where the Milwaukee Bucks, you really don't have to really start paying attention till March or April. I mean, you watch Christmas Day if you want to, if that's yeah. your thing. But the regular season NBA is so boring sometimes. I watched my first Bucks game of the year the other night. Uh, Bucks Warriors. Defending champs. Now, Steph, I think, went down with an injury in, I want to say, the second quarter. Um, this was a game that Draymond got a fan thrown out, too. He didn't did. They? And that actually probably should have been my nugget. I thought about that. I don't know what the fans said. No, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's come out yet, but I've, I've been really curious. It'd be kind of weird because, you know, I, I'm not going to go. Never mind. Because <laughs> um, there was another guy. Oh, LeBron did it too, didn't he? Didn't he get somebody thrown out of the, out of the, out of the, or a fan thrown out? Because um, I thought I'd seen a picture of them both. Not sure. Maybe. So, it's very well possible. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I saw the, 
I watched the Bucks game the other night. Very impressed. Like I said, just start to finish. Um, Bucks are one. I mean, they're going to be good. Yeah. Uh, they won that game around 20 points without Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton's black back, though. Yeah, he's. He, yes. <laughs> yes, Sean. Um, Chris Middleton it was could've, his. Could have just let it go and you had to laugh. <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, yes, he is back. And he did. And black. That is true as well. Um, and they did wear their black unis the other yep. day, too. Um, so, yes, he, he is back. And he had missed a game, I think, after his comeback with an ankle. And he ended up turning his ankle, like, right away. Oof. Um, Those are the worst. But did play and looked pretty good. And and really, like I said, this Bucks team, I think they're deeper, if not as, maybe as deep, if not deeper, than the year they won the championship. And the rumor to be in the Jay Crowder sweepstakes, uh, which would be a huge addition, a PJ Tucker like addition to an already very deep team uh, with a lot of chemistry. Yeah, but I feel like you wouldn't like you wouldn't like this trade because the trade the guy that had seen that they were going to get rid of is Grayson Allen. Yeah, that's the only downside because Grayson Allen's been a good contributor to this team, and I mean I'm a I'm a Duke guy. We all know this, yeah, this isn't a secret. Yeah. Um, but no, honest, unbiasedly, you know, without the Duke side of it, he has been a good contributor to this Bucks team, um, including the other night. He had a very good showing against the Warriors. And I, you know, I don't want to say that they don't win without him. They won by 20. Right. Um, but Grayson Allen, I mean, solid minutes. He ended up he got the start. He was six for six from the field, uh, two for two from three, 16 points, four boards, um, had a plus minus of, of 16. He was plus 16. Mm-hmm. So really, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that for your backup shooting guard. Right. Um, seventh, eighth guy coming off the bench. I mean, he, he started. I think he's probably oh, he like your, start? He is your first guard off the bench usually because usually you go Drew. And maybe, he does, maybe he's your true shooting guard too. Mm. Um, but, it, I mean, really, all the way around this game, Bobby Porter's came off the bench. He had 25 off the bench. Giannis had 30. Uh, Chris Middleton with 20 and you got solid minutes from like Wes Matthews had five. Pat Connaughton had nine pretty, like I said, just another deep down into the rotation. The only guy who didn't play was Serge Ibaka. Um, we have Serge Ibaka. Yeah. They traded for him last year and he was still under contract. So huh. Never when they that. traded for him last year, I forgot that he was even playing. Right. Still. But yes, he is a, still a buck. Um, so I don't remember him. I remember him with the Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> and that was how many teams ago, I think. Yeah. Um, I be- yeah. So anyway, um, all in all, like I said, pretty solid night. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis, 32 minutes off the bench, had I 25. That was a big re-signing of Bobby Portis. Absolutely. Bobby Portis, I think, is instrumental to the team. Um, 12-29 from the three-point line. And, yeah, they just took it to the, the Warriors. And the Warriors, not the greatest start. For, they're 14 and 14. They can't win on the road. And I saw that stat the other night. I think they're, like, 2 and 12 on the road or something like that. Do they, do, they're still going to make the playoffs. Right. Then, uh, it, Once again, we're, we're to this point where we know the teams that are going to be there in the end. Right, yeah, and that's that's I guess like I said, it's a luxury, but also kind of sucks. Um, yeah, we're not the buck bucks when we were growing up, where we were out of it by now. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, so yeah, but yeah, just a nice win. You know, they're they're in action damn near every night. It feels like they're in action right now as we speak. They're trailing to the Grizzlies nine to five early on on NBA TV. Uh, they'll be in action again Saturday night. So uh, hosting the Utah Jazz. So if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, which who do they have on Christmas? Uh, they are traveling yep. to Boston. Boston. That should be a good one. That's a 4 p.m. game. But time to catch them at home before that uh, Saturday after, or Saturday evening. If you're in the Milwaukee area looking for something to do. Uh, tickets are available, I'm assuming. As low as $42, according to Vivid Seats on the ESPN app. $42? So, sure to check them out. Watch one of the best players in the world. In Giannis Antetokounmpo, 31.1 points per game early part of the season here. 53% from the field. Mm-hmm. Not mad about that. Uh, with that, Sean, I mean, really kind of sets the stage for the Green Bay Packers talk. Um, Green Bay, as we mentioned last week, got the win against the Bears prior to the bye. They will be hosting Monday Night Football. And two really big games, because we're going to take a little bit of a break here with the holidays. Justin kind of mentioned that for the Back to the Roots show. We are also taking that holiday break. We will not be recording on the air for the podcast form. For the rest of 2022, we'll pick it back up early 2023. But we'll have TikTok content and uh, plenty of Instagram, Facebook content as well in that time frame. But um, the percentages aren't great. But if the Packers went out, I think they're. Oh, here we I, go. I'm just here mathematically we go saying, if the Packers went out, statistically speaking, they have a 50 percent chance of winning, making the playoffs at nine and eight. Now, do I think that happens? Absolutely not. They're sitting at like a seven percent playoff chance. Yeah, but it's better than. They than got some help this ago. last weekend um, with the Panthers upsetting the Seahawks was big. Uh, the 49ers are playing the Seahawks right now as we speak. Um, you know, if you you think the 49ers come in this game, they're favored, take care of business, that should only help the Packers cause out. Um, Got to root for whoever plays against the Giants and the Commanders if you're hoping to get in the playoffs. I think they play each other. They do play each other again. Um, but just kind of the rest of the way here. So if you're kind of looking for teams you need to root against, Giants, Seahawks, Niners, or not Niners, Giants, Seahawks, Commanders, Commanders, uh, the rest of the season here. But Monday Night Football, uh, Rams coming into town and kind of a little bit reinvigorated by their Thursday night. So they kind of have a mini buy. Packers coming off their real buy. By Ra- Be Rams being led by Ramsey's favorite player, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Um, really odd win. I think I haven't had a chance to talk about this, but we were recording. Back to the roots of Thursday night last week, and that game was on. It was like 16 to 3. Shauna came home from wherever she was, I think she was with her sister. Next thing I, you know, I said hi, I was editing the show and um, getting everything put together on the technical end for the Back to the Roots show. And then the next thing I look up at 17 to 16, and they won. I'm like, what the hell happened? I blinked, it felt like, you know. Um, but the Rams, I mean, they're the defending champs, they're without some of their biggest pieces. Uh, being Stafford, being Cooper Cup, um, Robert Woods not on the team anymore either. So some big pieces no longer there, but they're still a deeper team. Mm-hmm. Um, still pretty solid defensively too. So Sean, I guess with that in mind, you know what? 
what are you looking at Monday night? Um, I'm and and be, take it from whatever angle you want. If you want the Packers, you know, to tank, whatever. No, because the way that everything's going is they're going to keep giving us hope. They're going to win this week, <laughs> and they're going to give us just that. They're going to open that door just a little bit more. The glimmer of hope, the false be- hope rally, because. They really don't play anybody these last. Miami's kind of tanked a little bit. Or Minas- kind of back Minnesota, to Minnesota struggled. I mean, we got Detroit one more time here. Though, yeah, right? that's the only really that game. might be the best game. And you going you, forward here, you the figure rest of the that season. that might be for a playoff spot. That very well could be for a playoff spot. Which is week crazy, eighteen. Cra- yeah, which is crazy to think. <sighs> that's wild. Good for Detroit, though. You know? Right, <laughs> absolutely great for Detroit. Not great. Jam- for Jamal us. Williams, one of the one of the favorite guys to watch. Yeah, I know. We when we sat here because you were here Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we're watching a pregame show, and they had a little feature on him. That was so. I'm so happy for him. Right. Sucks he's not here anymore. That's the business, though. Um, but like, back back to your thing about what I'm looking for is I'm I'm just hoping that they can still run the ball run the ball like they have been, and you know just. Then they, all they have to do is break out the passes every once in a while for those big plays, and that's all that I think they need this week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, in that lens, I think this is. I mean, they're odds on favored. This is a very win, winnable game. Very winnable. They're a touchdown favorite at home Monday Night Football. Um, not that that means shit from what we've seen in this right. team this year, right? But I mean, on paper. You know, the odds are there that look, you know, you feel good about it. Um, the Rams run defense isn't what it has been, but they still have Aaron Donald up front. Right. They still have Jalen Ramsey on the back end. So. And they got Bobby Wagner at, at linebacker. I mean, they, they still have a very good defense. But, you know, like you said, very winnable. You're not terrified against this team um is it is it bad we're having confidence again yeah probably where, where we went from having absolutely no confidence in this team probably <laughs> i don't know what that says about this team but yeah it's not the probably the best in the world but rams are four and nine packers five and eight but just two different totally different you know situations of where you're looking at potentials of where this team can go i believe the rams not officially eliminated but damn near um which i mean green bay doesn't have any wiggle room themselves either right um but like i said i mean you look at what aaron jones can do you look at and he he had that week to get healthy now yep i think that's gonna help you probably get romeo dobbs back this week i I mean i don't think probably i think it's a given i think he's a given um really your only two question marks i think only two players didn't practice today and that was Elton Jenkins for a typical rest day and David Bakhtiari coming off the um, appendix surgery. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, so kind of looking at that, you know, I feel pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know if I like that or no, not. Don't like it at all. Um, don't like it at all. Is this a noon game? Oh, uh, no, it's, no, it's Monday Night Football. Night. That's right. So I kind of wish it was a noon game. Right. Or at least... uh. At least a three twenty-five, because we're gonna go almost two weeks without, or over two weeks without watching the Packers. Play. Right, and it's it's a little weird. I mean, Sunday, 
has no urgency when the Packers <laughs> don't play, you know? Yeah, because Sunday, Sunday I, was, I stayed here after RPW, and we didn't have any urgency whatsoever. The only urgency we had was to get... Uh, McGriddles. McGriddles before they stopped serving breakfast. <laughs> that was only five minutes of our lives. Yeah, but... But, I mean, there's not too much more to say other than, you know, you've got to come out and you've got to continue playing with urgency. Right. That's the big thing. And I think, you know, I, as we all know, I produce um, for 107.5 and we had the Devondre Campbell show last night. Um, and the guys just talking about the urgency that they have and the locker room seems to have that kind of universally. Uh, last night's guest was Elton Jenkins. So, you know, two guys who don't typically interact during practice, if you will, Devondre Campbell and Jenkins, mm-hmm. but they're all on the same page. And, it, it, you know, that cannot go without saying, especially, you know, when we talk about the defense where, you know, maybe Joe Barry's lost them, but the guys are all on the same page. I think that speaks volumes given how the season's gone, how, you know, everything's kind of, you know, it's not the results that they've wanted week in, week out. But at the same time, I mean, the other thing I was kind of thinking about too, and I was talking to Sean about this, isn't it kind of amazing how the teams that the Packers have lost to in that six-week span or five-week span, whatever it was, are all looking a lot better. Those losses look a lot better right Mm -hmm. now. They're all playoff teams, really. The Giants, the Jets, the Lions even right now are looking really good. Commanders are better and in the playoffs. No, what, I wouldn't say any of them are Super Bowl winning teams. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Buffalo. Yeah, but you figure those. You figure those are your two Super Bowl contenders for sure. But really, I mean, all these losses look so much not better. They still no. suck, but more realistic, more in line. And then, as mentioned, you finally kind of get these guys a a much needed refresh i mean we you can talk about london whether or not it had an impact a lot of guys on the team say you know it didn't really matter as much if they didn't take the buy mm-hmm. right away but i feel like that would have been I like the buy now though i i love the buy now um not a big fan of the early season i'd rather have it maybe not week 13 or week 14 you you mean for fantasy football playoffs or anything no i don't care about that <laughs> my teams are <laughs> Knock on, knock on wood. My teams did not get hurt by the Packers having the bye. Um, but just from the sense of, you know, if you are going to have like a rebound, you don't want to come week 15. Right. But why not now, you know? And you've got a four-game push, get a little bit of help, and you see what happens. And, you know, if a game or two doesn't go your way, well, then you can listen to the yeah, then I the think, negatives and you can start Jordan Love. Yeah, you then can I think start... it's a Jordan, Lo- Jordan Love experience. You think the next loss sets up the Jordan Love experience? I think so. They, they need to know what they have. Otherwise, I feel like if they don't do anything, Rodgers so, or Love is going to get traded this offseason. Well, let me ask you this. and I, I You know, we've seen some different takes on this the last few days from different people. Jason Wilde initially reported that Jordan Love is likely to seek out a trade this offseason. Yep, I've which, seen that today. Which Gilbert Brown dismissed right away, saying it's just clickbait, which 
I'm probably more on that side than him getting traded, especially because he has zero leverage in the situation. Right. Um, I mean, they they can take their fifth year option, no matter even if he wants. Like, um, well, they have to decide on it this off season. No, what I'm I'm saying is that they can give him his fifth year option, no matter what. Even if he, like he says he can't say no to that. Right. Okay. The team, the team's the one that decides on yeah, that. It's, it's like a team, team option. Yeah, okay. Um, so no real leverage on his end in terms of demanding a trade. It doesn't seem necessarily in character either. No. Now, granted, he has been taking a lot of number one reps between OTAs and with, you know, the veteran off days. Um, has been taking a lot of those number one reps, at least on Wednesdays. So I guess what I want to ask you, Sean, if you were seeking a trade for Jordan Love, which I'm not saying they are because I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. Not yet anyway. Does it suit you better to not play him and not possibly tank value if you don't think he's the you know the true guy? Or do you think it's best to play him and just see what happens? I think to play him and see what happens. If your intent is to trade him. I think so. Interesting. Because of course you're not going to get a first round pick for him. You know you're not going to get a first round pick for him. You know, and I think last year they could have. No. Just I just for I, who was looking for quarterbacks, I think they there was a market where they were desperate enough for a vet quarterback. This year, I don't think that's the case. No. So I think so if, you're looking for like a second and maybe a third. I Everything that I think I've seen is they were just getting a third for them. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've seen second. I've seen third. I mean, I, I don't think he can play well enough and – two or three games to warrant a first unless unless a team is very desperate unless i wouldn't say a win now team but if you they were a win now team would you okay so here's scenario for you how do i want to i've seen a lot of things sit talking about trading aaron Rodgers. okay and i've seen three teams lit two two or three teams listed the Raiders, for sure, because I've seen something about Devontae wanting to play with Rodgers again. Because he realized that the grass isn't always greener. And that Derek Carr hasn't been everything that they've wanted. And I've seen the team we're actually watching right now, the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. But the only issue with the 49ers is they don't have a first-round pick until 2025, I think. Sure. So, would you trade him? Trade Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. No. And, and not because of what I know you're thinking, the the wheels turning about Aaron, Eric loving Aaron Rodgers and blah, blah, blah. The answer is no because, the again, it, you can say it doesn't matter, but the cap hit. Unless, he can re- unless he's going to restructure with that other team, which, what a dime by Brock Purdy. Right. Holy cow. Um, but unless he's going to restructure with that other team, which to be honest with you, given his age and, and what we've heard in the off season from him, I think he's playing his last contract. I think he's playing his second to last season and the dead cap that would happen if you trade him or release him, I don't think warrants what you would get. Now, here's another side of this coin too, Sean, is the trade would have to happen to be the most stomachable after June 1st. 
Okay. So with that in mind, if you're going to trade him, it's not going to be before the draft. This coming draft to be right, the 2024 right. draft. And that's a big deal for the reason being that if, you know, the fact that, I mean, you can say he's having a down year, which he is. He's 20, he's got 22 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 2,800 yards. Uh, they're 13 games in. So he might get, I don't think he's probably going to get to 4,000, but he might get to 4,000. He might get upper 20s, maybe low 30s for touchdowns. Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm, Who knows? mm -hmm. Um, And I'm saying all this, but he's still, you know, you can still kind of put the fact that he's a four-time MVP, has had two back-to-back MVP years. You trade him to a team that's in that win-now mode, they're probably going to be okay, right? Right. And they're probably going to try to compete for a Super Bowl. So those draft picks don't mean shit unless they have picks that they acquired from their team. Right. Which, again, those teams that are winning right now probably don't have because they've already traded. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning for two drafts out where you're trying to get any value, I don't think it happens because there's no incentive to. Now, if you're going to trade him and just eat the cap prior to the 2023 draft, that's a different conversation. But then again, you're having all that dead cap hit. So the only scenario in my mind for trading him or whatever is after next season because of how the cap situation rolls. But again, mm-hmm. I think next year would probably be the last year. Cause I, you know, truthfully, and I, this, the, I, conspiracy theory is not the right word, but my personal theory is that when he signed that extension this off season and how the cap sits, I think it was okay. You know, 2022, 2023, We'll make a push. We'll see what we can do. Go all in for two more years. Because you got to think when they did all those restructures after the 2020 season, after the 2021 season, even after, you know, mm. to set up for this season, you're going to have a lot of cap issues the way it is. Right. So you've got a two year window. Either it works or it doesn't. I think you go in all those two years. After that, you're going to be in a true rebuild anyway with the contracts that you have and the way that the cap is set. Um, I think that when he signed that extension, him and uh, Murphy and Gudikins look at each other and said, hey, let's make this work. Let's see what happens for these next two years. If you want to play that third year, great. Or fourth year, great. But if not, give us the two years and then you can retire. Because I think that's what's going to I don't think it's a matter of playing elsewhere. I think it's a matter of retirement. Oh, balls out. Um, Cause, I, so- I think it's a matter of retiring. Which with that cap flipping the way that it does, where it's mm-hmm. dead cap versus, um, like mandatory like cap hit, how it flips after next year. Because if you trade, I think if you trade him before June first or release him before June first, it's like a sixty million dollar dead cap hit. Oh really? Because so the trade that I seen was, and this was very interesting. Reading this article, I don't remember who wrote it or whatever it was, but it was for Trey Lance. And hooking Trey Lance and Christian Watson back up. See, because they played together. At- they did, but I think, I think we're kind of seeing with the Devonte, Derek Carr situation where I don't think college pro teammates matter in terms of chemistry. No, I don't think like so that. either. So, but just just to give you that the guy that's under control for four more years, three, four, three, three years. four years. Because it's and, year two for him. Yes. And then just being able to have K 
cap space. Cap space wise too. You got less cap for a quarterback that has is under team control for five years compared to a guy like Aaron Rodgers that is twenty five million against the cap. I don't hate that. I just I just don't with the 49ers not having picks unless you're doing yeah. a direct swap um Lance for Rodgers I don't like that trade either. No, I feel like there's got to be I don't a think play, it benefits a, anybody. another player added. So I I really just I don't see a situation where it's financial even just financially reasonable. I'm not mm-hmm. taking my fandom aside looking at the contracts. I I don't see it happening. Okay. Oh shit. I remember the other team now. It was the Jets. Because they were going to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets like they traded Brett Favre to the Jets in the twilight of his career, too. Sure. And I don't know if they got Zach Wilson back in a trade, which I wouldn't like at all. But and then Watch whole, out, mothers. Then, then, then some other picks, which I don't know if... I, I think it boils down to the financials again. Right. Though. And that's that's purely, and that's honestly been a lot of whatever. You know, I am an Aaron Rodgers fan, unapologetically. I, I'd even say I'm an apologist for him for a lot of the issues and the, you know, winning, the not winning Super Bowls in the past, whatever. And I'll fully admit that. But a lot of the issues when you you know you guys are saying trade him, trade him, trade him, or move on from him because he's got a bad attitude this given night. Financially speaking, it doesn't make sense. And that's what it comes down to for the success of the team where. If you've got a guy who's not playing on your team and you're paying him $60 million to play elsewhere, it doesn't make sense. And I think you deal with a headache for an extra year to not pay a guy $60 million just not playing on your team. Do you, though? Or you just get out of it? Get out of it. Get your picks. Deal with it. Deal with them going somewhere else. Personally, I'm on the side of you. you swallow that money. Especially when it's, it comes to, and again, this may be the fandom coming in. When it comes to a four-time MVP who won you Super Bowl, you swallow. You, re- you realize you've said four-time MVP ten times in the last ten minutes? It's fine. It doesn't change the fact because <laughs> it is the facts. But I, I think you swallow it. I really do. I think, you know, you did, you did wrong, essentially, by your last Hall of Fame quarterback. You ended up being able to mend bridges. You had been doing wrong with your current Hall of Fame quarterback. And I think that sends a message to other players who potentially come in too about, I mean, you can talk about like the New England way where they rather get rid of a guy a year too early than a year too late. Right. But when you're a team that's in the potential of a rebuild and you don't have cap room to sign people either, because that's the reality of the situation is they're not going to have cap room. No. In the next three, four years barring some extensions and stuff that gets worked out or rewrite. Well, I feel like Bakhtiari is but... going to get cut. I've seen something about that. So, but when but... it comes to that, and you still have a lot of those people who are going to be in the front office spots, Gudekins probably isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Mark Murphy is not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think LaFleur is going anywhere anytime soon. So with all that in mind, when you've got these people in power positions, even though the situation may be different or may not be, you're not attracting people to your brand of football. True. And you're not, you know, truthfully, you're not winning championships like New England was doing all those years too, which kind of made it okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take that New England approach, you have to win championships, which Packers, because of New England and because of other teams, just haven't done. 
so you're really kind of in a rough or rock and a hard place of, you know, what do you do to build a culture and what do you do to, you know, you look at so many fans getting pissed off when they cut Jordy Nelson or when you cut Randall Cobb the first time and all this stuff. I think you kind of have to rebuild for your fans a little bit too. Yeah, Not that it matters. I mean, the stadium's always going to be full. We know this, right? right? I mean, at the end of the day, people are always going to come to Lambeau, whether it be for a game, whether it be coming to go to the Hall of Fame, um, any of that stuff. So it's not going to affect necessarily revenue, but you're not going to have players want to come play for you. You're not going to have... I still I feel like you don't have players that want to come play for you right now. You do and you don't. I mean, you have... You look at a couple years ago when you had, you know, the big signings of Darius. You signed Preston Smith. You get, you know, you re-signed Jair Alexander now. You're building a culture, and you're really building a young, fiery team in that aspect. And I think, you know, you have a guy like an Aaron Jones. You have plenty AJ of Dillon, I mean. A.J. Dillon. You have guys who are locker room culture guys that people want to come hang out with. You talk about these guys, how much they hang out in the offseason, whatever. Um, that's a big part of it. But if you're you if you're worried about a, a team not doing you right, especially you know if you're in a situation like an Aaron Rodgers or like Brett Favre was or Jordan Nelson, where you're a fan favorite and definitely a team Hall of Famer in mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers' mm-hmm. case, an NFL Hall of Famer, I don't think it does you any service to to go out on bad terms with them, unless it's on the player's side, where you know Tom Brady kind of wanted to to have a prove it. Right. contract where it wasn't you know belichick it was him um but they had a very kind of mutual parting mm-hmm. and unless you can get that i think you have to kind of write the ship that's been wronged the last 15 years right and i think that shit it has been 15 years mm-hmm. wow anyway um and and you can say football is a business it is. You know, at the end of the day, it is. But at the same time, I think you have to kind of do right by some of these people as well. Because it is a people business at the end of the day, too. So that's my ultimate mm-hmm. take with that. So kind of, you know, I know we're not going to be in the podcast waves. I know we're going to do our actual picks for this coming game a little bit later here. Uh, just kind of looking ahead at this Packers Rams game, like I said, we talked about it from, you know, again, coming out with urgency, coming out, being consistent all game, playing a full four quarters, cliche, cliche, cliche. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, it's about spreading the field, not letting either Jalen Ramsey or Aaron Donald command the game. Right. Aaron Donald, especially. And ultimately, like I said, I think Aaron had to come out and punch him in the mouth. So. Mm hmm. That is kind of the final word that I have. And with that, uh, what did you say we do some picks? Let's do picks. All right. As Sean and I had just mentioned, it is time for picks. Secretary Shauna back in the studio in her chair. Not happy. It is what it is. <laughs> You're still winning. I think you have I think you have 101 and 89, I think, is your overall record. And I took the I took second place. Sean, you did not have a great week last week. So the no, records, I had a struggle. I had a struggle last the week. The overall records is Shauna is sitting at 107 and 95. I'm sitting at 99 and 105. 
and then Sean at 97 and 107. You got to pick up some ground in these 57 games we're picking. 56. Sean. Oh. Yeah. The, the, so plenty so of games. So this is the only reason is just so it gives us a chance to win. <laughs> yeah, we want to be positive. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with the NFL slate. And game going on right now, I, we're not going to do spread, but Niners, Seahawks. I was going to pick this one anyway, but Seahawks. Or uh, not Seahawks. 49ers. You said, you said Seahawks. 49ers. Jimmy G. Jimmy. He's not even playing. He's not even playing. Brock. Don't care. Yeah. Oh, actually, he's freaking lighting it up. Yeah. He had a Mr. Nobody. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, whatever. It's Still the same enough. thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going 49ers also. 49. I'm going Jimmy. R.I.P. <laughs> he he's not die. dead. <laughs> well, he just broke his foot. Right. R.I.P. his foot. Yeah. All right, next. All right, uh, Let's sa- fire three, through. Three games Saturday. Colts, Vikings. Vikings, four-point t- four favor. And I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah, me too. Go Vikings. Colts. Colts. Uh, Ravens, Browns. Cleveland, a three-point favorite. Uh, I suppose Raven- Ravens are dumb so, to the third-string quarterback. True. Browns. Ravens. I'll go Browns also. Dolphins, Bills. Bills are a seven-point favorite. I'm going Bills. We know who I'm picking. Yeah, we know who you're Josh. picking. Josh. No, I don't like Josh. I mean, I like Josh. Yeah, don't like... say you don't like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not hot, though, so I don't write hard eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'll go He's Miami. He's a good-looking go man. Miami. He's a nice boy. Just making it difficult for me. Sean. Yeah, I'm going to make it difficult. We've, we've already had way too many that we've all picked the same thing. Yeah, those don't usually go well. No, well, at least what they did last mean? week. I picked the Colts and the Brown and the and yeah, the. Yeah, so I'm going against you. Okay, whatever. All right, Sunday, Eagles, Bears, Philly's a nine point favorite. Give me Philly. Yeah, Philly. Sorry, everybody, I'm writing it down. Eagles. Falcons, Saints, and the Saints are a four point favorite. Sean, Hotlanta. Falcons. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. That's my line. I'm also going Hotlanta. Okay. Hotlanta across the board. Lions, Jets. The Jets by one and a half. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I'm going Lions also. Why are you going so fast? You said to go through these. I'm going through these. Lions, Jets. Lions are favored by. One... Jets, Jets are favored by, Jets one, and by one and a half. <sighs> She's struggling right now, guys. You, all, you went Lions? Yeah. I went Lions. Same. Steelers, Panthers, <laughs> Carolina, a three-point favorite. Carolina? Yeah. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'm going Steelers also. Um, Panthers. Cowboys, Jags. Dallas, a four-point favorite. Give me them boys. John, you want to pick the Cowboys, don't you? I do, but I'm gonna go Jaguars. Trevi's hot though. No, like on fire, not sexy. <laughs> like, like he's slinging Trevi, slinging the the pigskin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Cowboys on this one too. Boys, we them boys. Even yeah. though Cow, even though the Jags did me a. a Amazing job on face football field last weekend. He had one guy. 
two guys, Trevor and Evan Ingram. Trevi. 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 <laughs> Chiefs, Texans. The Chiefs are a 14-point favorite in that one. Uh, you got to go with Chiefs. We did see the Texans kind of push Dallas, though. Yeah, but Texans don't have, um, what's his name, Damian Pierce this week. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Kermit. <laughs> That's Chiefs for those. Carolyn was wondering. <laughs> the frog? Kermit yeah. the Frog. Yeah, that's how he talks. Uh, that's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I throw touchdowns. Cardinals, Broncos. <laughs> Denver, a three-point favorite. Ooh, no Kyler. No Kyler Murray, but Colt, Colt McCoy. McCoy. Colt McCoy. Slinging the, the rock with a uh, full week of practice. Broncos, three points? Yes. Give me the Cardinals. Ooh. I believe in Colt McCoy. Broncos. Cardinals. Patriots, Raiders, and the Raiders are a one-point favorite. Uh, New England. Raiders. New England. Titans, Chargers. Chargers, three-point favorite. Give me the Chargers. I'm going Chargers also. Titans. Bengals, Buccaneers. Cincinnati, a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I know Sean this pick. Joey! And I'm going to take that pick, too. Bengals are favored? Yes, three-and-a-half. Joey. You're taking Bengals also? Yeah, I'm taking Bengals also. I'll go Bucks. I'll be different. What about that 49ers? They had to take the Buccaneers game against the 49ers off of TV. Mm-hmm. What what did, about that game inspired you whatsoever to say that, that this Buccaneers team is going to keep up with Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and company? And Joey. Because they still lead their division. With their, what, <laughs> freaking six and seven? Yeah, six and seven. Okay, I just pulled that out of my mouth. My rear. My. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sunday Night Football, Giants, Commanders, Washington by four and a half. Ooh. I'm going to say the Giants because it helps the Packers a little bit more. Um, Still but... holding out hope for that playoff run there? Yeah, you should have heard him before. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I'm going the Commanders. Yeah, I'll go Commanders also. And then last game of the week, Packers, Rams, Green Bay, a seven-point favorite at home on Monday Night Football. This one's tough. Rams. Oh. Packers suck. So do the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, but I believe in the shitty Rams more than I do in the shitty arm of Aaron Rodgers. That's a mistake. Go Pack Go. He's a bad yeah. man. Yeah, I'll go Packers also. It's gonna you know, be I funny. don't like it. It's going to be funny when you guys lose. I'd All be right. happy. I'd be happy to lose that one because then we get a better draft pick. All right. So and as... then we can give up on the season. As Shauna was not <laughs> happy about this, you can see the look on her face. It is. Not a look of happiness and thrilledness. Uh, we are going to pick all the bowl games. All 40 bowl games. Starting tomorrow night, Friday night, Miami of Ohio versus University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB. Miami of Ohio? Yes, Miami of Ohio <laughs> versus UAB. Why don't you just tell her the name of the bowl? Can you just. In the hometown lenders, Bahamas Bowl. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going M of Ohio versus who? UAB. Yeah, can you abbreviate? 
for the ones that I can, I will. <laughs> All right. And I don't even know either of UA, these teams. That's the fun of it. The UAB is the Dragons. They're a ten and a half point favorite. Are we doing? The, we're picking the spread. No, I thought no, we were just we're doing just pick doing ups. a pick. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're just doing a pick. Give me <laughs> Miami of Ohio. UAB. UAB. You have no faith in the Miami of Ohio people. No. <laughs> is it really Miami? Yes. yes. Like, is it like a because like a okay? Who's the quarterback that went to Miami of Ohio? Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Is Miami of Ohio like a like UW Green Bay of Sheboygan? No. Oh. <laughs> what is Miami of Ohio? There's a Miami, Ohio? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Next one. UTSA, which is University of Texas, San, San Antonio, Antonio versus Troy. And that's in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. <laughs> Troy. Don't even give us the spreads. UTSA. Yeah. Troy. Clearly, they're favored by a point. They're favored by a point. All right, next. Uh, we go to the Wasabi Fenway Bowl with Cincinnati, who is now without Luke Fickle, and Louisville. And I'm going to go, I think the Bearcats will rally for that one. Give me Cincinnati. Which team is that? Cincinnati. I'm going to get crabby <laughs> at you. I don't even know how to spell Cincinnati. Joey. Just yeah, Joey 2.0. Joey, yeah, just with Joey. College Joey. Louisville. That's what I'm going. Yeah, Louisville. You got to say it like the people from Louisville do. Louisville. Louisville. All right, next one. SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Oregon <laughs> State versus Florida. <laughs> and give me the Oregon State Beavers. Against Florida? Gators? Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Oregon State's a 10-point favorite in that one. Don't care. Florida, the Gators. All right. In the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle, we've got Washington State and Fresno State. And I'm going to go Washington State. Okay. I'm going to request something. Can you give me the mascots so I can pick which one I like better? Cougars versus Bulldogs. Bulldogs? Bulldogs. <laughs> the Fresno Bulldogs? Fresno State Bulldogs, yeah. It's where Devonta Adams went to college. With Derek Carr. And Derek Carr. I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. <laughs> it was, sorry, Fresno State and who? Washington State. Washington State. That's who you're picking? Yep. All right. In the who did you pick? I said uh, Washington State. No, you did not. The fans you said the bull darts. <laughs> the Rice Owls versus the Southern Miss Golden Eagles in the Lending Tree Bowl. I'm going Southern Miss. Yeah, I'll go Southern Miss also. Rice? Yeah. Rice what? Owls. Versus? The Southern Miss oh, Golden K Eagles. Carolyn's here, so we got to mention Owls. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm going the owls, rice owls. Woo All right. <laughs> In the New Mexico Bowl, we've got the SMU Southern Methodist Mustangs. Okay. Versus BYU Brigham Young Brigham Cougars. Young. Give me those Cougars. Going Mustangs. Yeah, BYU. Is that where they soak? Yes. Ah, okay. Isn't that where that kid that 
gets with moms comes yeah. from. Yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson went there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill did too. Taysom right? Hill did. Jamal Williams did too. Interesting. Next, yeah. North Texas. I'm not even sure what their mascot is. Versus the Boise State Broncos. Boise in the Frisco Bowl presented by Surf Pro. Give me Boise State. We're all going Boise. Boise. Yep. Boise, Idaho. Okay. All right. In the Myrtle Beach Bowl, we've got the Marshall Thundering Herd, which is like a buffalo, versus the Yukon Huskies. Marshall. We Marshall. Are Marshall. Mm, also, you don't need to mansplain what a herd is. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, I would have said a buffalo. Okay. Buffalo. You're going Marshall, Sean? Yeah. We are Marshall. Matthew are. McConaughey movie. Give me Yukon. It's not basketball, Sean. I know. What are you going? Are you I gonna... said Marshall. No, oh, you didn't. He did. Thanks, Sean. At least somebody's got my back here. Just frustrated. <laughs> In the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, <laughs> we've got Eastern Michigan. I don't know what their mascot is. It's an E. Green E. Versus the San Jose State, I'm guessing. Aren't they like the Sycamores? Not no, they're the like the Trojans. They've got like a little Iggy's soldier or... guy. Almost looks like USC's logo. S J S Trojans. Same. I'm not sure if they're actually the Trojans. Who's the other or team? Not. Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan. E. <laughs> M. <laughs> I'm getting real lazy with these. <laughs> All right, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. We've got Liberty, which I believe they're the Eagles, versus the Toledo Rockets. The Toledo? Toledo. Oh, to- I thought you said Toledo. No. I'm like, where the fuck's Toledo? <laughs> Next to Marwaki. Right. Uh, give me Toledo. Next to the the Bulldogs. <laughs> you guys need your hearing. You're shit. going Toledo? Yeah, give me the Rockets. Yeah, the Toledo. Toledo, Ohio? Yeah. You going Toledo, too? Toledo. Same. All right. The Western Kentucky, what are they, the Big Red, I think? Yeah. Versus South Alabama. I'm guessing they're Cougars or Wildcats or something. In the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. So WK versus SA. USA. USA. Uh, and give me USA. Um, Western Kentucky. WK. WK for sure now. Sure. <laughs> In the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, <laughs> we've got the Baylor Bears versus the Air Force Falcons. Baylor. Baylor. Air Force? Yeah. Planes. Trains and automobiles. All right. In the Radiance. I didn't te- give my pick. I thought you said planes. Yeah, planes. <laughs> that was my pick. I just didn't know if you knew. Oh, clearly, I'm predictable now. Yeah. All right. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus the Houston Cougars. The Raging Cajuns. Give me the Raging Cajuns. Samesies. All right. The Union Home. <laughs> three pages left. <laughs> <sighs> the Union Home. Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. What? <laughs> We've got the Wake Forest Demon Deacons versus the Missouri Tigers. Give me Wake Forest. 
what is it? Wake Forest? Yes. yes. Where is that even? North Carolina? Yeah, somewhere. Like Rhode Island? No. It's North Carolina. Are is you going Wake Forest too? No. I'm going the other one. Missouri? Yeah, Mizzou. Same. I'm just going to pick whatever Sean <laughs> picks so I don't have to write it. The no, easy... no, don't do that. <laughs> the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Middle Tennessee State. MTSU versus San Diego State, which I believe oh, we already the Aztecs, had San Diego. We had State. San Jose State. That's oh, where James geez. Jones at the college, by the way. It was San Jose State. Yeah. Uh, San, give me San Diego State. SDSU. What was the other one? MTSU. 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 Sean is going SDSU. All right. In the Quick Lane Bowl, we've got New Mexico State and. They're not the Lobos, are they? That's New Mexico, right? I think so. So I think they're the Aggies versus Bowling Green Falcons. Give me Bowling Green. Yeah, Bowling Green. BGF. All right, now one that we actually probably kind of care about. In the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, we've got the Wisconsin Badgers versus Oklahoma State. Go Bucky. Oklahoma State. Eric's going Bucky. Shauna's going Wisco. All right. In the, oh, God, I don't even know how to pronounce that one. Camila Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. Georgia. And I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, go Buffalo. Same. In the Surf Pro, aren't they sponsoring one already? The Surf Pro. First responder. I know we went through so many. I know. Uh, the Memphis Tigers versus the Utah State Aggies. And I'm going to go with the Tigers of Memphis. Utah State. The Fighting Jordan Loves. Mm-hmm. I'm going Utah State, too. I'm going to take you down, Sean. <laughs> In the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. Does everybody get a bowl? If you have a winning record. Yeah, if you have six wins. Coastal Carolina versus who? East Carolina. The Pirates versus the Green Wave. Green. Yeah, the Green Wave. Yeah. East Carolina. Give me the Green Wave of Coastal Carolina. Yep, I'm taking Coastal. Same. <laughs> didn't you say East Carolina? No, I was checking because oh, I didn't gotcha, remember. Gotcha, gotcha. The Military Bowl. Uh, UCF Golden Knights versus Duke. Give me UCF. You're not picking Duke? Not for football. I'm picking Duke. This is basketball. I'd pick Duke in a heartbeat. U-C-F. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. We've got Kansas versus Arkansas. Give me Kansas. Arkansas. Kansas, Arkansas. Kansas. That's what I say in my brain. <laughs> Arkansas versus um, Kansas. I am confusion. I'm going Arkansas. No, you're shot up. <laughs> you're so funny. In the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Oh, my God. Oh. Oregon versus North Carolina. Give me the ducks, Oregon. North Carolina. Oh, well. I'm locked in because I wrote the arrow too low. North Carolina. 
Tax Act, Texas Bowl, Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. Texas Tech. Ole. No, you should have wrote all these down for her before. before yeah, I really right? should have. That would have been real nice. God bless Secretary Shano. I'm going to go Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Texas Tech. Same days. I can write a nice. The arrow? Yep. <laughs> the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> Syracuse versus Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota. (laughs) I'm going Syracuse. Picking all the basketball schools. Minnesota. All right. Next one, the Cheez-It Bowl. Yum. Actually, okay, sidebar, I had a box of Cheez-Its the other day. I went to the dollar store during lunch, and I was so hungry, so I bought, like, the mini little box of Cheez-Its. Underrated snack. That's the best Cheez-Its are so good. good. Scooby-Doo Cheez-Its. Oh, Oh, Scooby-Doo, frozen Cheez-Its. Frozen? Frozen. You freeze them? What? Oh, frozen, (laughs) like Elsa Cheez-Its. Oh. I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> Is this a new snack option for me? Okay, <laughs> Elsa Cheez-Its. That's what we're talking about. The Cheez-It Bowl. Oklahoma versus Florida State. Give me Florida State. Oklahoma. John, Boomer sooner. you're just really making this difficult for me. Just right, okay. Okla. Um, I'm also going Okla. <laughs> Eric, if I do this any more shorthand, we're not going to know who won, and this is all for naught. All right. Uh, the Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas versus Washington. Give me Texas. Washington. Um, can you give me the the Longhorns, Longhorns versus Huskies. Huskies? Longhorns. Cows. <laughs> outside cows. Outside cows. Cows sleep outside. Next game. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. We got Maryland, the Terrapins, versus NC State Wolfpack. What's a Terrapin, Shauna? It's a chocolate. It's a turtle. (laughs) That's Kohler makes Terrapins because they can't call them turtles because it's trademarked, apparently. So they make Terrapins instead. So it's chocolate. Yeah. A Terrapin is a chocolate. Yeah. Give me the Terrapins, man. I'm also going Terrapins. Who's the other team? Uh, North Carolina State. NC State. <laughs> All you gotta put is N- NCST. I did that. This next matchup <laughs> is great. What are you complaining about? It's is the, it Tony- the Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger Tony Ball. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Nice. What and happened to the Tostitos Bowl? We're getting there. Yeah. Oh, we these are like, all the shitty games. Yeah, we have like twenty twenty We're, left yet. We don't have that many left. This is no, Pitt versus UCLA. Pitt. Yeah, Pittsburgh. UCLA. I had a sweatshirt from Stephen Barry's from UCLA, so UCLA. I'm Pit. also going UCLA. Pit. Gosh. It's got to be difficult. Yeah. The next one, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl. Notre Dame versus South Carolina. Going oh, the Irish. Notre Dame. Yeah, me too. Same. Good. Big arrow. <laughs> I should have went different. No. Nope. Right. In the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Ohio versus Wyoming. Wyoming. Give me Wyoming. That's where, where Josh, Josh Allen's win. from. Heck yeah, they produce superstars. 
<laughs> the Capital One Orange Bowl. Oh, here are some bowls I know. Tennessee versus Clemson. Yeah, this is this is the actual like orange, yeah, yeah. orange, orange, orange yeah. bowl. I'm going Clem. I'm also going Clemson. Tennessee. If their quarterback was playing, I'd pick oh, still Tennessee's the balls. Yeah, yeah. The volunteers. But their quarterback is out. Oh, okay. Don't care. So still Clems- going Clemson's the the paw. The yeah. Tigers. Yeah. Right. They're the paw. Okay. Yeah. The paw. All state Sugar Bowl. <laughs> We've got Alabama and Kansas State. Give me Alabama. Alabama. Kansas. Kansas Why? State. Yeah. Because I think. Because that's where Jordy Nelson went. I think Nick Saban's going to choke. I hope so. Um, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, Iowa versus Kentucky. What Kentucky? Iowa. I'm also going Iowa. In the first of the national semifinals. Oh, we got two games left? No, we've got like six. six? How how are we? How are we? Because they're pl- they're playing on New Year's Eve instead of because they can't play New Year's Day because that's Sunday. So the first of the semifinals games, we've got the Verbal Fiesta Bowl, Michigan versus TCU. I'm going Michigan. Michigan. What is TCU? Horn frogs. Absolutely. <laughs> Horn frogs like Hornswoggle, my wrestler. I don't. Okay. Anyway. Just let her have this yep. one. Uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. <laughs> Georgia versus Ohio State. Give me Georgia. Ohio State. I gotta go Georgia. It's a Peach Bowl. Justin actually gave a pick for this one. He's going... Uh... Justin is not on my sheet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Justin's not making a pick this week. What did Justin pick? He picked Ohio State. <laughs> Joker. All right, four more. Sean didn't pick. Ohio State. Oh, okay. He did pick. We've got the Relia Quest Bowl. Mississippi State versus Illinois. RIP. Give me Mississippi State. Illinois. You don't think that team's going to be fired up and coming out with the monster win? I know they are, but I still think Illinois. What's what's Mississippi State fired up for? Their head coach died yesterday. Yeah. Oh, that funny guy. That yeah. was like putting... Oh, yeah. I picked them. All right. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Cotton Bowl. Tulane versus USC. 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 Oh, <gasps> Apparently, that's a good school. So, same. <laughs> Seamsies. All right. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. <laughs> The what? The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. How could the Cheez-Its be citrusy? You eat cuties with cheese. How can they be frozen? Put them question. in the freezer. Put um, them out in the snowbank. LSU versus Purdue. Give me LSU. Give me the oiler makers. Boiler. Oh, I thought it was oil. <laughs> <laughs> boiler? Yeah. What's a boiler maker? Like heat? Yeah. Mm, I thought it was the oiler maker. In Indiana? <laughs> what are they? That That's where, that's where Purdue, Purdue is. is. That's in Indiana. Oh. I'm going LSU. Okay. Right? LSU. The yeah. Tigers. And the last of the normal bowl games, not kind of the national championship game, but Thank we'll do that heavens. after we get back from our holiday hiatus. 
in the Rose Bowl, Penn State versus Utah. That's kind of crappy for the Rose Bowl. Give me Penn State. Utah. The Utes. I'm going to Utah as well. Woo! Is that it? That's our picks. Hey. See, was that so bad, Shauna? Yeah. Yes. That was a and lot of picks. It was <laughs> terrible for our listeners, too. So, sorry, guys. Well, we're going to help them out. But, all right, real quick here. Uh, we've got What's Weird Wisconsin. We'll hit that real quick here. Um, pickle in the tree was the number one holiday tradition that's unique to Wisconsin. 15th in the nation in terms of uniqueness. Who even does that? The pickle in the tree. You Old know people. what? You know what? My Aunt Kelly, shout out Aunt Kelly. She's not my aunt, but she's my mom's best friend. She, Whatever. Aunt Kelly. Aunt Kelly went to a different state. Not sure what state she went to. Great story already. But I think it was like Colorado. But they do elk poop in the tree. So instead of the pickle, you have to find the elk poop. I've never heard of the pickle in the tree. You, you have to find the, the you have to find the pickle. It's like a it's like a literal pickle ornament. Yeah, well, and then you hide it. it in the tree, and then you have to find it. Do your parents do the pickle? No, they don't do like the tradition of it, but they do have a pickle ornament. Yeah, but like you have to find it. It's yeah, fun the, finding the it. The tradition is the person who finds the pickle, the first person to find the pickle ornament back in the days of like when they actually did the tree, like Christmas Eve or whatever. First person to find the pickle ornament got an extra present on Christmas. Gets to eat the first raw dog sandwich at Christmas. So number one, um, I can't find what number one was, but this is the 15th most unique Christmas state tradition. What is it? The pickle. Wisconsin oh. has the 15th most unique. Oh, okay. What's number one? I'm looking for that right now. Oh, I thought you had it pulled up already, man. Um, yeah, sorry not to blow up. Sorry to blow up. Shit. <laughs> hate that. <laughs> It, yeah, I'm not able to find it here. But well, what do you, what what kind of show do you think this is? Not a good one. Where is we it? Just talked. It's from a site called Mixbook. But why they, can't you find it? Because you have to like click on the map. Sorry, I blew up. So seventh. <laughs> so I just clicked on it. Seventh is Illinois, Chicago's Chris Crindle Markets. Hey, that's fun. I've been there one time. I took the train down. It was great. Uh, Texas is number two at the highly decorated Riverwalk in San Antonio. I've also been to the Dick Riverwalk. I'm guessing New York's probably going to be number one. With the Rockefeller Santa tree? Uh, that's number three. Mm. Now I'm curious what number one is. Now i got to click on all these damn states. because California. California. There's no way California can be number one, guys. Pick Texas. Texas is two. Oh. Tejas. Maybe. Oh, this would be a good game. Oh. Let's pick the state that probably has number one. I have to look up a list of states. Michigan. Working on it. Bathroom break. <laughs> I think what would be best is to find number like 50. Let's go, Eric. Go Nevada. Go Nevada. Number one. Nevada. Uh, that's 36. The Nevada's Reno's Santa Crawl. Hawaii. Oh. Hawaii is 21 with a pig oh. roast over an open fire in Hula. Go then. Florida. Florida's number nine with deck the halls of... Uh, light guard or lifeguard chairs. Deck North Dakota. Of... Where'd my map go? Deck the halls of lifeguard chairs. La, 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 la. <laughs> this is awesome content. This is great. Shauna, do you have a does, does either one of you have a 
Um, a Christmas tradition? Oh, that... by the way, number one is the Ohio's Buckeyes. <laughs> of course sauce. it is. Um, so dive bar. Wisconsin bar of the week. Closing ooh, time. Ooh, Closing ooh, time. Ooh. Sean, you got one? I'll no. sing until you figure out one. One last call for alcohol. Um, keep going. Um, <laughs> um, you want to... No, we did that one already, didn't we? Did we do the wooden shoe in Lena? I think so. Did we do the Dead Animal Bar? I think we did that one too, didn't Which we? Which one? Did we do Dead Animal Bar? No. Closing What's it called? Time. The DAV. It's Hunters and Fishermen's. Closing time. Let's <laughs> go. So I don't think we did this alcohol. one yet, did we? I don't think so. I'm trying to find it. Anybody know the lyrics to that song? No. Just the, just the part that What you, city is it in? Lena. One last call for alcohol. It's, it's called like Hunters and Fishermen's, I think, is the actual name of the bar. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Closing time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Oh, uh, yeah. Hunter and... Hunt? So 4.9 stars on Google. Um, not a food bar, as not we have come to learn. Bar. Uh, have been making a stop here for 21 years and are way up hunting. The owner is the nicest person around and truly treats people right. You can tell he is very appreciative of all of his customers. Awesome atmosphere as well. Lots of awesome animal mounts. Yeah, very very cool. Very cool animal mounts. He's got thousands of them in there. And um, you, you can. he's also got this guest book where you can sign from. And he's got a bunch of places like, from people from all over the place. So they come, come into there. Another five-star review here. Great little tavern with plenty to look at. I guarantee that Russ will make you feel at home. Make sure you sign his guest book. Right. Cool. Uh, and then one last one here. Great drinks. If you're creeped out by dead animals, keep your eyes closed. Ladies' bathroom is extremely clean. I found that impressive compared with most bars, bathrooms I've been in. Overall, I'd recommend stopping here over most other bars in the area. So yep. three five-star reviews there. Speaking as the lowly lady on this show, it is important to have a clean bathroom. And because we actually have to sit, we can't just like, you know, whip it out and pee and not do any, you know, (laughs) but like we actually have to sit down. And so I appreciate a good, nice, clean bathroom. So that's good to know that it's a very sportsman bathroom or sports hunting bathroom. And it's very clean. All right. 10 out of 10. Very good beer. Very good beer. Very good service. <laughs> 10 would pee again. <laughs> so in lieu of our usual weird fours, because we're not going to be gone. Like I said, we're going to be gone for a couple of weeks here. I uh, just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, safe New Year's, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, Merry Festivus, whatever. Do want to thank you for listening to 100 episodes of the Root for Wisconsin show. Couldn't do this without Sean, Shauna, Ramsey, Justin, and our listeners like you. So, and we got to give a shout out to Eric. He does a lot for us. I don't have a speech prepared, but like you get a good little y- y- yay, 100 episodes. Good job. <laughs> you get a pat on the back. Thanks, you do guys. so you do a lot that uh, that people don't see. So, um to our loyal listeners, thank Eric. Thank an Eric. You have an Eric in your life. Thank an Eric. <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> All right. I wish that was better, but the sentiment is there. It was good. Ju- Justin, Justin, had, Justin had, had, had a good one before, so so you missed that one. Justin stole your thunder. He stole my thunder? Well, 
Maybe Justin should marry you then. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Not my type. <laughs> anyway, episode one is in the books for Ramsey, Justin, everyone who's been on in interviews, Ramsey, Justin, Sean, Shauna, and myself, the Big E. Thank you so much for listening, and we are out. See you in 2023. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy 100. Woo. See ya.